too. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you fine. And holy hell, what an off season it has been. Indeed, man. It's been quite a season for for football, man. For all sports, honestly. It's been it's been mm-hmm. a good to be a sports fan. But yeah, okay. First, what we'll do is we'll just kind of brief through, you know, Rams won the Super Bowl against the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, uh, good for Matt Stafford. I, uh, you know, I've been a big fan of Matt Stafford when he was to the Lions. I know he was a good quarterback and kind of had his talents wasted with the Lions. Uh, And I hate to say that because I like when uh, good players stay with their small market teams, but when you consistently a top 10 quarterback and they refuse to put any weapons or an offensive line around you. There's not much you can do. Yeah, man. At that point, you just got to ring chase. And I hate calling it that. But At that point, you got to you got to dip. <laughs> and you're not doing yourself yeah. no favors uh, doing all that. So, all right. But yeah, yeah so uh, yeah, congrats to the Rams and OBJ and all of them. Uh, but then we can go through some of the offseason. We'll go through the offseason moves, just kind of talk about it, our opinions on it. Then we'll get to, you know, we'll uh, like like we usually do, you know, we'll uh, instead of, you know, recap the games, we'll just talk about the offseason because there has been no games except for preseason. Um, and then we'll just, you know, do our uh, pre our pre week one, uh, you know, the teams. And then we'll, you know, do what we usually do. Uh, we'll play run the risk and, uh, and make our predictions for – so that right, is cool. what the plan is for today. Shouldn't be too hard. So some big uh, off-season moves would be uh, <clears throat> uh, Russell Wilson being traded from the Seahawks to the Broncos. That's a big one. Uh, Huge move for Seattle because, like, AJ, I'm letting you know whatever you have on. What is it? Right, Jay, I'm letting you know right now. uh, Whatever you like, have in the background is like blasting through my ears. Just letting you know. Yeah, my bad. Um, That's not me. There's a ice cream truck driving by. Oh, yeah. uh, (laughs) That's funny. Russell Wilson going to. Denver, of all places. Wow. Huge shock there. Not really going to talk about that. Uh, right? Yeah, no, Denver, that's is so odd uh, uh, to see him want to go to Denver. But they have a solid team, you know, uh, Jerry, Judy, and all them, you know, a solid run game. Yeah. And the offensive line isn't horrible, uh, but the Broncos did have to give up, uh, you know, some players and picks and stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, I don't think they're quite Super Bowl contenders yet, but I think they can easily win, you know, 12, 13, 14 games. But I don't know if I'm above, let's say, the Rams or the Bucks or the Bills. But they are a very solid team, and they are well on their way to becoming, you know, a Super Bowl team. Do you say that this makes them a playoff contender or no? Yeah, definitely. Uh, let me bring up the exact packages, uh, the package uh, for this. Hmm. Uh, give me a second here. I apologize. I'm a little everywhere right now. But well, let's see. Right now. Denver acquired Russell Wilson for a Yeah, I'm pulling. Sorry. 
Russell Wilson and a 2022 fourth round pick for tight end Noah Fant, DM, DN Shelby Harris, mm-hmm. and QB Drew Locke, as well as a 2022 2022 first, second, and fifth round. Oh, shit. Oh, that, also, oh so, wow, well, I mean. There was also a, a 2023 first, as well as a 20, uh, 2023 first and second round picks. That was a lot. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Like I wouldn't say they had to gut the team or anything, but they did have to lose up some solid pieces in order to acquire Russ. Uh, but I would say it does make them uh, playoff contenders. Mm. I wouldn't say Super Bowl contenders just yet because there's still a lot of what ifs in the team. Right. But uh, I, you know, e- I easily playoff team, twelve, thirteen wins if everyone stays healthy and stuff. And then that's my opinion on that. I, I think this is a W trade for the Broncos, for the Seahawks. You're kind of left butt naked because you have just Geno Smith and Drew Locke and Geno Smith's the starter. The team really isn't that bad. You know, they just re-signed DK Metcalf to an extension. The team itself is not bad. It's now, But now that they have no, no lead on the offense, I really can't see them winning more than like six games, six or seven games. I don't even see them winning six or seven. I think it's about to be a four, five. Yeah, so, yeah four, five. So, did, did, did it disconnect me for a second there, or did you hear all that? No, I heard all that. You good? Oh, all right. So that okay, is good, the Russell Wilson trade. Wi-Fi is a little spot right now. You good? But, yeah. Moving on, uh, another big trade we had was uh, Tyreek Hill going from uh, Kansas City to yep. Miami. And let me pull those details. Yeah, up that quick. is. A- yeah, yeah, you, 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 you pulled that stuff up because you got you can do it fast. I can, but I do have the tier list and stuff all ready to go though. Perfect. So, so we'll worry about that when we get there. So Kansas City traded six-time Pro Bowl wide receiver Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins for five draft picks, which were a 2022 first-round pick, number 29, a second-round pick within the same draft, and a fourth-round pick, as well as a fourth and sixth in the 2023 draft. Wow, so that I mean, they did give up a couple picks, but they really didn't give up a whole lot. A late, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's wow, wow. Dolphins really didn't give up a whole lot for 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 a top five wide receiver. They didn't give up. It's a really good trade. I feel like Tyreek is going to do. Oh yeah, pretty good out there. I don't think that it's like gonna make. I I think there's. I I think there's. I think there's limitations to what Tua can do. I like mm-hmm. Tua. I think Tua has the speed. I think he has the accuracy. But, you know, everyone says, oh, noodle arm Tua, and they don't just say that as a joke. You know, there's a lot of, you know, you can pull, the, you know, film from last year and just a lot of deep balls that are guaranteed touchdowns. He just can't under it enough and undersales it and it turns into a pick or a, a, a incompletion. And if he can just – I don't know whether it's 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 getting the weight room or what it is you how you fix that problem. But now that you got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle both running deep for you with Gasecki kind of running the slants, in routes, curl routes, you know you're gonna want that deep ball. And and if you can't deliver that deep ball, you're really wasting two wide receivers because that's their main thing. Tyreek can work on the slant, but I mean, come on. Tyreek is running streaks 90% of the game because no one can keep up with him. Right. 
So, so I think if Tua can evolve his game, I think they'll do really good. Uh, You know, I I think the Dolphins are probably going to win. I say give give them – the defense is solid. I'll say probably about nine games, eight or nine games. Uh, uh, If Tua doesn't really take that step, I can't see them Mm. winning 10-plus. I mean, if Tua does end up taking the step, I believe it's a good 10, maybe 11 games, if that – but I don't That's see them winning more than 12 games. I have yeah, to look at their schedule. But, yeah, there's not really much I can really say about that. Two is going to do decent, I believe. I don't think that adding Tyreek alone makes them a playoff team. However, we will see when we see it. Uh, with that right, said, that's what I'm saying. With that being said, the next uh, big trade that we have would be, I believe, Devontae Adams going from Green Bay to Las Vegas. Yeah, uh, I, I'd have to – yeah, can you pull up what the, the package for that was? I'm doing that right now. All yep. right. So, I, I know it wasn't a whole lot. They didn't, like, you know, throw the book for him. I don't know about that. Uh, details. Okay. So the Raiders received Devontae Adams, and the Packers got the 2022, and the 2022 second. Oh, my goodness. This is high-ray robbery. This is a fleece going on. Oh, my goodness. A first and a second for the probably the best wide receiver in the league? That's crazy. Man, it really makes you think. I'm like, how did the Raiders and the Dolphins get such great, such a great wide receivers, you know, for not a whole lot. I imagine if, like, the Rams or the Bucks got a hold of these guys. It would be deadly. And it's scary to think that they could have because the teams that got them didn't give up much for them. Right. So, uh, really but no, uh, yeah, no. Uh, Devontae is going to do really good with the Raiders because him and him yeah. and uh, David uh, – Derek, not David, oh, goodness. Derek Carr uh, <laughs> both played together at Fresno State – and did really well there together. And the Raiders do have a really good receiving core. Darren Waller. Now they got Devontae. Uh, and and they got a solid run game. The offensive line has gotten better every year. Derek Carr, I think, also has a bit of a ceiling. Can he be top 10? Yes. But he's consistently top 15, which will win you seven or eight games, which is what we've seen the past couple years. But if Derek Carr can take that step and become a certified top 10 quarterback. Uh, I'm not quite sure Super Bowl uh, aspirations might not be in line, but a 10-plus win season would be, and a pretty solid, uh, pretty deep playoff run, I think. I agree. I believe the next big – And then the, for the Packers, be, you know, now, now you have to uh, – for the Packers, you have to, uh, you know, really trust now the younger guys – uh, Alan Lazard, they just trade. They just drafted uh, what's his Christian Watson. Uh, they let uh, Valdez Scantling go. Uh, I thought he was very solid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, and so with with Randall Cobb now, they have Randall Cobb as kind of like the wide receiver one. You know, the greatest wide receiver of all time, Randall Cobb. If you know, you know. <laughs> Uh, very solid. You know, I know Randall Cobb's getting, you know, up there in age. I believe he's in his thirties now, but, uh, he's still very solid. I don't know about wide receiver one, which is why I'd like to see Watson or, 
uh, Alan Lazard take that step into wide receiver one or two because you, you want Randall Cobb, you know, in the slot and you'd, you'd like to have Alan Lazard and uh, Christian Watson, you know, on the outside. So it's just about development and, you know, if you're a Packers fan, you hate this. You hate this because Aaron Rodgers just signed a long-term deal, and it's like, okay, we're going to contend for the next couple of years, right? And then they lose the best wide receiver in the league. So it's – if the Packers can develop their guys, I think they'll be fine in the hindsight. But, uh, you know, it, it's – it's you can't replace a Devontae Adams on the team. You know, as, as good as Lazard or Watson or Cobb can be, they're not Devontae Adams. Huge hole to fill for Green Bay, definitely. Um, I honestly believe that this does end up damaging them a lot. Now, I'm not going to say mm-hmm. that they're going to like miss the playoffs or anything because Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers, I wouldn't but who's he going to throw it to? But uh, Right. Uh, Randall Cobb, the greatest. <laughs> um, uh, but with, with uh, Aaron Rodgers, though, there's a lot of drama going on, too, because mm-hmm. he – was talking about how he likes to do psychedelics in the off season, like like shrooms and what? stuff, and he's kind of off, he's kind of off a of bean. He said something about how he likes to unwind by taking like psychedelic drugs, like shrooms and stuff in the in the off season. And I'm like, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers off a of bean? It's weird. Oh, uh, that I heard was and there's a lot of like drama in the Packers. Right See, that's uh, the other thing is he he doesn't trust his receivers and he said if you don't play good you're gonna get cut like you're you're not gonna play you know it doesn't matter how high you're drafted or how good you can be if you don't show up and play good and and practice well you're not gonna be playing so there's just a lot of drama i i can't see the packers winning more than 10 games i say right now the packers and all the you know unproven wide receivers uh, eight games maybe and rogers can carry to eight but with no solid wide receivers and, you know, turmoil within the team, I, I just can't see them winning more than 10 games. I really can't see them winning more than eight. I can say maybe – I think they make the playoffs, but I, I think they get bounced in the first round. I don't think that eight wins is enough to make it to the playoffs this year. Especially hey, with man. the rest of, you know, NFC North. They've got the Bears, the Vikings, and Detroit, who I believe is a sleeper, not four To be players, fair – None of those teams have done anything or made any big off-season thing. Mm. I think the Vikings will always be solid. And Justin Fields looked good in preseason, but at the same time, Deshaun Kaiser looked great in preseason, and he went 0-16. and 16, So preseason doesn't mean a whole lot. He's definitely not wrong about that. I'm not comparing him to Deshaun Kaiser. I'm just saying everyone's like, oh, my God, you know, Justin Fields did great in preseason. It's like, calm down now. Calm down now. Let's let's – See how he does against you know starters, right? Oh. Uh, I, I think they could go in with eight or not, but it is what it is. Uh, it I sucks like for the Packers. Specifically, it has to be ten or more wins in order to at least try for a playoff right. spot because the NFC is right. a bloodbath. But let's be honest, eight or nine wins isn't going to get you there. Man, the whole NFL is a bloodbath now. All the, everything is so up in, in arms. You got you know. The Chiefs and the Broncos now and the Chargers. Oh, God, imagine being in the same division as the Chiefs. The Raiders are in division purgatory because they're with the Chargers, Broncos, and Chiefs twice a year. Oh, yeah, that's rough. Oh, man. 
Well, another big free agency signing, you know, was very exciting for me was the Deshaun Watson to Cleveland trade. Uh, this one you don't have to pull up. I know this one by heart. Uh, uh, Browns traded first-round picks uh, to the uh, uh, Texans in exchange for Deshaun Watson, who then was suspended six games and then was overturned. I feel like that whole – Deshaun Watson situation was really weird because the NFL and the NFL Players Association appointed a judge for, you know, uh, to look at the case and give her opinion and her ruling. And hmm. she said six games, and then the NFL was just like, psych, your opinion doesn't matter. I feel like that was a whole waste of time if they were just going to give Deshaun what they wanted. I felt like having her be appointed and wait those months to do that, I felt like that was all a waste of time. Yeah, I agree. And then he was overruled, so he is serving an 11-game suspension, uh, fined $5 million, uh, and his first game back is against, coincidentally, the Houston Texans, which I think is you – know, they could have gave him 12 games, they could have gave him 10 games, but I feel like they specifically gave him 11 games so then he could have his return game be against the Texans. You know, I think it's kind of cheap, but the NFL is going to make its money where it can, so – it's a good marketing play. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, I think 11 is an odd, odd number. The Browns, you know, you know, obviously they're my favorite team. They, uh, they're not they're, – they're probably not making the playoffs this year. It sucks because mm-hmm. I really want – you know, I really want them to do well. I, I think there's uh, – you know, I feel like they can win, you know, probably seven or eight games. But, you know, Jacoby Brissett's very not great. He's very big. He's very average, you know. Mm-hmm. Adam, you know, he can win, you know, four or five games, but then we're, you know, we're sitting at five and six or or something along those lines. Then Deshaun comes in, and who knows how long it takes for Deshaun to go back to how he was. You know, what if he has a lot of rust and he doesn't play well, and then they lose out on those games or whatever. So I, I just feel like we're going to be put in a hole with uh, uh, Jacoby or possibly. Uh, Joshua Dobbs, if he gets any playing time, we're going to be put into a hole that uh, unless Deshaun comes out playing like an MVP, we're not going to be able to get out of. And so this season's kind of a bust, but uh, could could make the playoffs. Absolutely could. But uh, I'd see probably eight or nine games as this team ceiling this year. And then but what we're focused on is obviously next year where we have Deshaun Watson the whole season. But uh you know, I'm trying to be as optimistic as I possibly can be, but uh, I, with Jacoby Brissett as your quarterback for 70% of the season, I cannot see more than 10 games being won. And it sucks, but it is what I it is. You know, don't commit I can't crimes. I see this is a 10-win season for you guys. I mean, like, optimistically, sure. But realistically, if I'm 100% honest, I see this as, like you said, eight, maybe nine wins. And even that's being generous. Right. That's is, if Deshaun comes out. That's, and that's if Deshaun comes out the gate firing right. like BM, like MVP. So it, I just don't see – during that, you know, 11 games he's gone, I, I just don't see us winning more than six games. Six out of the 11, so it would be six and five. That would be great. Obviously, any better would be great. But you know, we got top control, you know, play, no, we're not going to have Deshaun for the Bucks. We're not going to have uh, Deshaun for one of the Ravens games, one of the Bengals games, you know, the Panther game. 
you know, it's a lot of big games against solid teams that we're not going to have our QB one. And I just, it's hard to be optimistic with that, you know? So, you know, eight or nine games would be a W season uh, because it's all focused for next year. But yeah, Deshaun to the Texans for the Texans, they have uh, Davis Mills and those picks now, which they can use for, you know, whatever, filling out the team and trying to become a good team once again. Um, also, uh, John Mechie, let's hope, you know, he recovers and he'll be back next year, hopefully. Uh, he's out with uh, leukemia right now, so let's let's hope that everything goes well with him. But, yeah, no, it was still very exciting. Uh, I, they were uh, texting each other, um, and I was just like, man, we Baker's mad at us. That's another point we'll get to. Baker's mad at us. You know, we hadn't traded him yet. You know, Deshaun's not coming. It just said Cleveland were out of, was out of the race, and I'm like – we need Matt Flow or, or, or something because we're so boned. And then Jay sent me the, uh, you know, the Deshaun Watson has chosen to play for Cleveland. And I thought he was messing with me. I thought he had made this. He edited it. He was just messing with me. But he was like, bro, I swear to God, like, look it up, man. And I went a little ballistic because Deshaun Watson's a great quarterback. You know, a little bit of baggage here, but, um, you know, Top, uh, you know, when fully healthy and playing like he or normally does, undebatable top five. So seeing mm-hmm. that we got him, good team, I was like, oh man, this year's kind of a bust with all the games he's gonna have to miss. But like the next couple of years with Nick Chubb and Miles Garrett and that defense get continually getting better, and our offense, you know, offensive line is great. Wide receivers is a little rough with Amari and DPJ, and then. Let's hope uh, David Bell and Michael Woods can make big uh, contributes. I love Michael Woods. I think he could be great. But uh, I was like, man, think about the next two or three years. Like, just as the team keeps buffing out the areas that, where it's weakened, like, I'm not trying to be that guy. But in the next, you know, three or four years, the Cleveland Browns, I think, are going to be a serious Super Bowl. If everyone stays healthy and they do what they've been is just consistently upgrading the team and uh, buffing out weak spots. You know, oh, corners were a little weak. Well, then they drafted MJ Emerson. You know, uh, uh, so I think that it can be really good in the next couple of years. But for this season, it's kind of it's kind of gone. Now, in the crazy situation that uh, Josh Dobbs or uh, Jacoby play really well and they win seven or eight games, then. You know, everything's up in the air. But I just realistically, I, I can't see that happening. But uh, speaking of Baker Mayfield, though, speaking of, uh, I traded to the Carolina And I'm going to be yep. completely honest with you guys. I was not very happy about this trade, particularly because yeah, he, we had that guy getting on. Yeah, yeah so, we had a bet going on. I said, hey, man, if, you know, if Baker gets traded to the Panthers, you owe me a thing of tea. And if he doesn't, he gets traded somewhere else or released. I owe him a thing of Sprite. And two days later, he got traded to the Panthers. And for his credit, he did pay up and, and was a man of his word. And I got that shipment of tea a couple days later, uh, which was very delicious. Thanks, by the way. Appreciate it. You're welcome. It was quite delicious. But, uh, you know. For the Panthers, this was a good move. Uh, they waited it out and didn't have to give up a second or a third for him. You know, the Browns were just like, just take him, please. Take him. And so, uh, you know, they did trade a fifth-round pick that, you know, if Baker Mayfield plays 70% of the snaps offensively, obviously, 
then that fifth can be turned into a fourth. So at best, that can be turned into a fourth round pick, mm. which if Baker Mayfield becomes great, if he looks like he looked like in 2020 when the Browns were 11 and five, W trade for the Panthers. Browns would Loki get fleeced that they only give up, you know, only got a at best fourth for a good quarterback if that's what he develops into. But uh, just he's been very inconsistent. Good season, bad season, good season, bad season, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, you know, and not the most fond of Baker Mayfield. Obviously, if you listen to the podcast in season one, I was very high on him. I thought he was a very good quarterback and could do a lot of things. He just started playing bad and making excuses and not doing what he should have been doing that, you know, that I thought of. And uh, even got to the point where me and Jay, you know, midseason, we're talking about who the Browns could potentially draft that quarterback. Mm. Uh, those were conversations we had because we were just like, I don't know if the Browns are going to pay Baker Mayfield a big contract for him to win seven or eight games with a top 10 roster. Like this is a really good team and, we didn't even make the playoffs and he played all games except for one. And so, uh, you know, not making like any excuses here or anything. He was indeed hurt, but at the same time, like him and the head coach, uh, Kevin Savansky should have talked about that. And Baker should have sat like way before he did. The situation. Baker Mayfield wanted a contract. He wanted a, he wanted to, you know, kind of a fat one and coming off what he looked the season before and then he got hurt he played good again healthy he played he got tripped mm. have a game against the Chiefs he got tripped up and threw and he got up and understood it and got picked right football but uh, you know uh, I feel like a hold of himself, you know. Oh, look, I'm I'm hurt, but I'm still gonna play playoffs. Because he underperformed, you know, excuse perform really rough situation. And and so, uh, you know, I hope he does well with the Panthers, but it's just really sad because. He probably got a, a deal. The Browns had offered him a lower one, and he said, "No, I want more money." And now he's not on the team anymore. So, in situation. He has a connection, and the offensive line has gotten better. Year, uh, you know, they got Christian healthy. The defense is really solid. You know, if Baker. Play good. Uh, they are very, you know, 10, 11, you know, game. If they can really lock in, play well uh, from Baker, uh, just, just, you know, the, not the most accurate, you know, 10 man. Then, uh, you know, uh, uh, Rule decides he play the carousel game like he did last year. This, that, and then it's a really rough situation uh, if that happens. So, yeah, we talked about this a lot before. 
this will be a very good move for the Panthers. But it's also a big risk because he could, you know, all they just traded fourth round pick just to, you know, be much better than they were last year. So, big risk, big the number one pick for a reason. So, you know, I'm to see him do just not week one. <laughs> I hope to not see him do week one against us, you know, the Browns, but uh, yeah. I'm wrong. I just feel like how he really screwed himself out of a contract and, uh, you know, his spot on the team because, you know, he, he tried to, you know, be a superhero, I, I feel like, and that coaches weren't, you know, against his will. But they're like, well, if you're healthy, and if you say healthy enough, and he obviously wasn't. So uh, it's just really sad seeing him, you know, himself out of, a big contract extension um, trying to play pro ball. So that's my opinion on that. Yeah, I 100% agree with everything that you've said. Me personally, 11 games is a bit of a stretch considering our schedule. So let's be completely honest here. If Baker plays at his absolute best, I believe our ceiling is 10 and 7. But that's just going through our schedule. We've got a bunch of really tough games. I mean, Obviously, we've got the Bucks twice a year. We got the Saints twice a year. If they decide that they want to be good, and there's have a really tough I mean, they are in a. Uh, you guys play a lot of really. So I know you play the you know Deshaun Les Browns, but that really solid. You know, even with a backup quarterback, because as long as Jacoby can do Baker did, but limit the turnovers. Terrible. We don't know. Uh, no game is easy uh, for football, but the Panthers have a really rough schedule, and they're going to want to start off with the week one win, you know, have Baker come back and beat the Browns and, you know, prove to them they shouldn't have traded him and shouldn't have got Deshaun and, you know, Baker's confidence up. But that's when he plays well. And, you know, they want to start the season off, you know, one and up. Right, right. Along with that, we've also got to play uh, Super Bowl runner-ups, the Cincinnati Bengals. We also get to play Russell Wilson and the Broncos. We've got Baltimore. There's, there's a lot of really tough games. But um, we'll get to those when we get to those, you know, throughout the rest of the season. Um, right. I would like to point out that we are now 30 minutes into this, so we should probably – Yep, I just, I just saw that, yep. The rest of All right. So that's pretty much the big off-season moves. Uh, Matt Ryan uh, – from the Falcons to the Colts um, for a third-round pick, you know, little stuff like that. Garoppolo choosing to restructure his contract to stay a backup in, uh, for the Niners and not, you know, have to be traded or cut. Um, uh, Christian Kirk going to the Jags. Uh, just looking around at these teams here. Uh, Zach Wilson is my father. I love Zach Wilson. He's a GOAT. Uh for undisclosed reasons, uh, Lamar not getting his big extension. What's the with him? Is he going to want to resign? Is he going to get a big one, or the you know the Ravens going to let him potentially go because he wants too much money? We don't know. Kyler Murray got big extension. Uh, Deshaun Watson signed a two hundred thirty million guaranteed contract. Russell Wilson just signed a five year deal as well. Uh, 
Lions didn't draft quarterback for some reason this draft. I felt that was really weird. Hmm. Uh, Texans got Davis Mills and all that. Uh, he, he looks to improve from his rookie year. Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers, big contract extension. Looking around here, I believe Matt Stafford also got extended. Yeah, I think so. Uh, just looking around here. Uh, Jameis Winston got an extension. A uh, big really one. It's like, two, like two years, like $40 million or something. It was kind of a fat contract. Uh, Mari Cooper. Giants, Giants didn't draft quarterback. I felt like they should have. Davis. Uh, The Niners, Tom Brady retired, and then the Titans, which I think was a W. Washington also drafted Sam Howell. And they also traded Carson Wentz. I believe they traded a second and third. For uh, Amari Cooper from the Cowboys to the Browns. Uh, Austin Hooper going. David Noku getting extended. Denzel Ward getting the biggest corner extension in NFL history. Stuff of that matter. And any of them else that I didn't name off that you can think of. Dante Jackson and DJ Moore both getting extended this year. Great for both of them because they are quite literally uh, centerpieces for both our offense and our defense. DJ Moore is Bills to be a backup. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's most of them. Went through some of the offseason. You know, we looked at them. Our opinion. Um, I try to keep bias out of as much as possible. Talk. I want to say the Browns are going to be so good because that's just you know that's your favorite team. But I try to say one hundred percent at all times, uh, unless we're talking about and at that point we'll get to there at some point. If you know you, uh, yes. So. All right, so we get the tier list up. Uh, and so we got bottom maker way up. We, uh, in my opinion, Texan. Lions, possibly, possibly Bears, possibly, possibly Commanders. I mean, I can't see the tier list, so I don't know. I'd have to. Uh, I'd have to get that going again. But from but so you can, I send you do the. I have it. You can do it with. Yeah, you're kind of. Uh, It'd be nice. You're also kind of cutting out, so you're still good, but it's like kind of bad. Yeah, um, Just uh, yeah. send it off this and I got you covered. There you go. There we go. All right. Let me just pull this up real quick. Boom. All right. So we've got our S, A, B, C, and then F. That's all it is. 
Alright, so in F tier, you just said... Yeah, what up? I, I, I asked if you had a good day today, my brother. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Hello. Yeah. I just asked if you were having a good day today. I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. That's good. All right. So. Solid, solid. Okay, so we'd say F tier. F tier first, because, you know. Try. F tier. Okay, well, we can go from left to right. Cardinals, no. Falcons, maybe. They didn't make big upgrades to look any better than last year. In fact, I think they got worse by losing Matt Ryan. So I think F tier. Falcons, what are you thinking? Yeah. F tier for the Falcons, and it's funny because their logo Baltimore. is just a giant F. Right, it's an F. Uh, Baltimore, no. Bills, no. Panthers, no. Bears, I would not say F tier, but... We'll get to that. Bengals, no. Browns, no. Cowboys, no. Broncos, no. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Broncos, no. Lions didn't make any big upgrades and didn't draft quarterback. So another year of Jared Goff, I think that's F tier. We'll see what happens throughout the season. We can always, you know, make them we see fit. But yeah, I believe right now. Right. We, 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 up, we update the tier list every week, so. Uh, Packers no Texans. They did. The Texans did get some big pieces and uh, free and uh, through the draft. Uh, and, and I don't want to say F tier. Uh, so we'll get to that. Colts no Jags. I mean, they they did spend a lot of money. So I, I guess no. They we'll spent a lot of money on decent people. Right, Chiefs no, Chargers no, Rams no, Raiders no, Dolphins no, Vikings no, Patriots no, Saints no, Giants yes, I think. Let's be honest, Giants aren't going to do anything. Especially because their first round pick just got hurt. Mm -hmm. Right, Jets no, uh, but they're not much better. Uh, Eagles no, Pittsburgh. What are you thinking about Pittsburgh? Absolutely up to until they can. Trubisky is the starter. Trubisky is the starter. Trying to be optimistic. Hard to. Steelers F tier. Wow, it's been a while since the Steelers have been really low because they've been just so good for so long, sadly. Uh, Seahawks. Yeah, ah, they have a solid team, but when you don't have a quarterback at all, it's rough. Niners, right. no. Bucks, no. Titans, no. Washington, I'll say no. Unless you think Washington is in tier. I'll say low C tier, and then if they go. All right, through, now. Swing through. I think. I think uh, Chicago can be D tier. I mean, because they haven't done a whole lot to upgrade from last year. But... Right. Got S so I'm thinking Chicago D tier. So I believe Chicago is. Oh mine! Oh oh oh! Mine is uh, mine. I have it as S slash A. That's the best. The best, and then B, C, D, and F. That's what I have. Ah, I got you. That's how we did that. I forgot. Okay, well, that being said, I do think yep, we yep. put both uh, Houston and Jacksonville in F tier. Much, I mean, Jacksonville did yep. buy a lot. Oh, and, and well, uh, okay, you know, I'll say Jacksonville F tier, but I really 
can't put the Texans in F tier because they did, you know, make a lot of big acquisitions and didn't, you know, you know, make any really bad trades or anything. Still got Lermy Tunsil. Brandon Cooks signed to an extension. Davis Mills looked really solid last year. I can't say F tier, but I will say low D tier. That's fair. Okay. I think so they can win six. Easy. I feel like they can win six or seven games. So D tier, we're still on D tier. Uh, Jets D tier, mid to low D tier. I I don't think they're bad enough to be an F tier, but uh, they're not very good. Hang on a second. Um, Saints. Okay. I'm just fixing the tier list because. And then he said B, C, D, S, F. slash A, and B, C, D, F. Okay. S slash A is your best team. B is the really good teams. C are the solid teams. D is the not very good but not terrible teams. And F is the terrible teams. Right. Okay. So now that I've got that all set up, I've got Falcons, Detroit, New York, Giants. I mean, uh, Steelers, Seahawks, and Jaguars in mm-hmm. F tier. And then who did you say? Yep. And then D tier, uh, the Bears, Texans, and Jets so far. Okay, Bears, Jets. I'd be willing to put Washington. Uh, just a sweep. I, I must say, yeah, Washington go D tier. Uh, I do, I do like the Carson Wentz trade. I just think they gave up too much for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do like the quarterback they drafted. I think Sam Howell's very solid. I agree. Uh, uh, what are we feeling about uh, New Orleans and Philadelphia? New Orleans, I will say mid-C tier. And then Philadelphia, Okay. I, I didn't really see much for Philadelphia in the offseason. I mean, yeah, they got A.J. Brown, but I didn't really see much, and I don't understand what the hype is behind them. A lot of people are saying that they're going to like come out and be NFC East champions. I don't know about that. Um, I will say. Yeah. So we'll. we'll I, I think. I, I think. I'm gonna put them in D. Carolina in D tier. Until I actually see okay. wins. Okay. Are we basing this off of the overall team or how they're doing this season? I say overall team until we see how they're doing in the season. Then what do we do? Big question. Suspension. What do we do with the Browns then? I know we're kind of jumping, but like overall with Deshaun, this is a B tier team, but without Deshaun, C tier. Yes, I am. I said, well, well, what are what are our thoughts on uh, on on uh, the Browns? Because with a mid to high B tier, but without mm-hmm. him, they're a C tier. Well, with that being said, I believe we put them in C until we see, you know, anything actually happening. Like, say, right, right. Say they beat Carolina this week, this Sunday. That's um, not going to move them per se. But if they continue to get wins, no, it would move them up. To so for right, now, right. I put all right. Uh, for C tier, fair enough. C tier, uh, Colts. Hang on, I'm still messing around. Um, what okay. did we say for New Orleans? Uh, uh, New Orleans, we didn't make a decision yet. Oh, you said C tier for New Orleans. 
Mm. Okay. All right. So and then uh, Philadelphia also, I think, low C tier for Philly. Okay. Just recapping for D, we've got uh, Chicago, Houston, New York, Jets, Washington, Carolina. Yep. Okay, just making it. Okay, so now we're in C tier. We've got Cleveland, New Orleans, and Philadelphia so far. Um, just looking through this left to right. Uh, in in the, uh, uh, the Vikings. The Vikings. Yeah, until I don't, can actually see anything. I really don't love them. To be honest, I think Kirk Cousins is solid. Mm. Uh, he was actually one of the people I was saying the Browns could go for if, uh, you know, Baker, we decided not to keep Baker, but we went actually for – we had actually just talked a little bit about Deshaun possibly going to Cleveland, but we were both were like, I doubt it. It's going to cost too much, and the Browns mm. actually did it, so, like, credit to them. Uh, but uh, no, uh, the Vikings, I think C tier. Um, Dolphins, C tier. You think? Yeah, yeah, yeah New England, New England tier. Uh, Tennessee as well. Tennessee until I really know, don't love Tennessee. Something. I can't believe they really were right. a one seed last uh, year. How did that happen? Right, man. Derrick Henry got him to like a seven and two record, and then they just carried it on. Um, Indianapolis C tier as well. They got a great running game, but a lot of question marks. You know, yeah. is Matt Ryan gonna play as well? Is the defense gonna play well? They were a really great defense two years ago, but uh, I think C tier is fine there. And I, mm, Raiders, Niners. What are we thinking? Raiders. It's debatable because, like, I really got to see how Devontae ends up, you know, working. But for now, I think C tier is fine. Same thing with the Niners. They do have trade lines. Uh, There's not much to do there. Uh, Baltimore. Baltimore is B until proven otherwise. Fair enough. Fair opinion. enough. All right. I think we're done with C tier. So B tier. We'll have Baltimore. Uh, Cincinnati, I think, is B tier. I, I really don't. I know they went to the Super Bowl, but I, I will say they didn't. Uh, they didn't like make any big, or any big improvements at all in the offseason. Mm-hmm. They're kind of just using the same team. In fact, they lost a couple pieces, so I don't like them in A slash S tier. No, no. So I, I think B tier is fine. B tier is fine, yeah. Uh, Arizona Packers A or B. Just saying, we should probably put them in C. Arizona, yeah. No, fair enough. Uh, they didn't play good in the playoffs, with Kyler. Uh, uh, Packers B tier because Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, until you know, I know that we're saying until um, whatever happens happens, but. After all the offseason right. moves that ended up happening, I don't think that Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to carry them to an S slash A tier team again. Not this year. Fair enough. Uh, uh, the Chargers, I think, are B tier. I think they're really good. Not quite mm-hmm. elite that level yet. Uh, Cowboys, B tier, I think. Definitely going B. And then I think that might be Broncos. Broncos. Like Super Bowl contenders, aside from you know Denver. 
It's debatable with them. Uh, so then the last four are Bills, Chiefs, Rams, and Hoops. Yeah, so those are all actual Super Bowl contenders. I think we can put Broncos in high B until proven otherwise. But, you know, Bills, Chiefs, Rams, and uh, Bills are going to be in our cream of the crop. Best of the best. Yes, Andy. I will say, though, uh, I will say, though, Kansas City didn't really make any big upgrades, and they did lose Tyreek. You still think they're uh, S slash A tier? I know that Juju isn't much of an upgrade, but they did get Juju as well as uh, VS. They did. So I think that that is compensation. So I think with them, I think we say low S slash A tier. Yeah. I wouldn't say like I think Bills is high, uh, S slash A tier. Rams are high, uh, but I think Bucks and Chiefs are are low, but still in A tier. Yeah, I agree. All right. So then there is the tier list in uh, F tier. You know the bad teams. We got Falcons, Lions, Giants, Steelers, Seahawks, Jaguars. The D-tier teams, these teams are not very good, but they're not horrible. They're the Bears, Texans, Jets, Commanders, Panthers, C-tier. These are, eh, you know, they're not horrible. They're not great. You know, they're solid. We got the Browns. Uh, bronze because, you know, no Deshaun until very late in the season. Saints, Eagles, Vikings, uh, Dolphins, Patriots, Titans, Colts, Niners, uh, Raiders, Cardinals, B-tier. These are your above average. These are the good teams. It's the Ravens, Bengals, Packers, Chargers, Broncos, and Cowboys. And Ashless A-tier. This is the best of the best. The cream of the crop. It's the Bills, Chiefs, Rams, and Buccaneers. I can agree with that. So that's that right. right there. All righty. So that's right there. That's very solid. Um, all right. And now we just... We'll play Run the Risk. We'll look at the week one games and put our, you know, one receiver, uh, one quarterback, uh, one running back, uh, or, or receiving, uh, rushing, and a quarterback, and then defense. Uh, you know, we'll, so we'll have four things to make. So, yeah. So that is that. So for the NFL – so I really do like uh, – do, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I mean, I've got my stuff set up already. I don't know if you have your stuff. I do not. So if you want to go first, you can go ahead, and it'll give me more time to kind of think about it. So you can go. Uh, you can go. Yeah. For sure. And it uh- – on the two list website and it scared the actual fuck out of me. Anyways, for Run yeah, the I Risk, had one I a second ago. Uh, I have music. Music. Specifically, um, I've got oh, make sure to uh, uh, write that. We're gonna remember. Yeah, yeah, no, I got it. Uh, for okay. quarterback, I've got Josh Allen throwing for at least three hundred yards versus Los Angeles on Thursday night. Okay. Josh, I've got Jonathan Taylor rushing for two touchdowns versus Houston. I've oh, got, I like that one. I like that one a lot. I've got uh, DJ Moore for at least 100 receiving yards and one touchdown versus Cleveland. And then. Ooh, got, you like that Denzel Ward matchup? I love that Denzel Ward matchup, actually. I think that that's going to be solid. Oh. 
Okay, okay, okay. I like, I like it. And then for defense, I've got Washington holding Jacksonville to ten or less points. Okay, so Washington holding the Jaguars to either ten points exactly or less than. Mm-hmm. Solid. All right. For me, I will go with. Let me see what we got here. Um. Hmm. Give me. Oh wow, that's actually really solid week one. But I will take Russell Wilson versus the Seahawks for three passing touchdowns. Three passing touchdowns versus Seattle sounds about right. Then for rushing, give me Huh, man. Give me Joe Mixon. Mm. Wait, is Joe, Joe Mixon there? He's healthy, right? Joe Mixon's healthy? I believe so. Should be. So Joe Mixon against the Steelers for 100 rushing yards. Let me just check real quick. I feel, like, I feel like he feasts on that on that Steelers defensive line. I, I feel like he feasts. He said how many yards? 100 yards. And then receiving wise, give me uh, Dang, it's a hard one. This is a really good football. Give me the only reason I didn't go McCaffrey for rushing is because one, that's biased, and two, I already had another Carolina pick. Three, Fair enough. Uh, Cleveland's run defense is actually, you know, pretty good. So pretty solid. We'll we'll see what happens. Mac for receiving, uh, give me Justin Jefferson against the Packers for two receiving touchdowns. And then for my defense, for my defense, give me takeaways. Uh, specifically, give me interceptions. Wait, do we do we do interceptions? Part as just takeaways, as in fumbles, interceptions, all that. Was fumbles re- uh, was fumbles recovered? So, sacks, um, interceptions. Those were all takeaways. Well, of course, downs. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put sacks. I feel like sacks should be a different one. Fair but sacks, I do think like is. I do think uh, interceptions and and uh, fumble recoveries uh, are takeaways. Yeah. Those two things. So give me fumble recoveries, downs, and strip sacks. That's what it was. Yep. Yep. All right. So give me uh, two takeaways uh, for the Cleveland Browns on Baker Mayfield and the Panthers. Okay, so he says Cleveland gets two takeaways. Whether it's picks, strip sacks, fumbles, recovery. They got of course they gotta recover the recover the fumble. Right. So. But yeah. So give me you know specifically I'm thinking two picks or possibly a pick and a fumble. But obviously that just is part of takeaway. So yeah, two takeaways uh, for the Browns against the Panthers and Baker Mayfield. 
All right, so just so I can, you know, I have everything written down. That it's all right. I'm recapping for our run the risk. For me, I've got Josh Allen throwing 300 yards or more against Los Angeles. Okay. I've got Jonathan Taylor rushing for two touchdowns versus Houston. I've got DJ Moore receiving or sorry, catching. At no, least I'm, I'm going to change my rushing. My rushing, I'm going to change it. I'm going to change it from Joe Mixon against the Steelers. I'll take Lamar Jackson rushing for 100 yards against the Jets. It's actually a really solid Because the Jets, not Lamar likes to run. So I'll take 100 yards rushing for Lamar on the Jets. This is run the risk, man. you got to do more than 100 yards. It's Lamar Jackson. I know Lamar likes to run a lot, but 100 yards pushing it because that Jets may not be very good. I don't think they're going to let up more than 100. So I'll say 100 or more uh, for Lamar against the Jets. That's 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 that. And then after that, all my picks are final. This is Lamar we're talking about, bro. You got to go 150. You're not going me into it. 100 yards with Lamar. That's what I'm doing. All right, all right, bet. Okay. Oh, so, make me go 500 against the Jets. <laughs> and then if Joe Burrow can throw 500 against the Ravens, coincidentally, I don't see why Lamar can't run for at least 150 yards against the Jets. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, and I'm just saying, I like, uh, I think 100 yards. I don't think it's safe. I think it is a little bit. After he takes off a couple times, the Jets are gonna go down and stop letting him run. But uh, you know, it's the Jet, so. Yeah, give me 100 rushing for Lamar, and then that's okay. those are mine. All right, so recapping again, Josh Allen throws 300 or more yards versus Los Angeles this Thursday. Jonathan Taylor rushes for at least two touchdowns versus Houston. DJ Moore catches at least 100 yards and at least one touchdown. I'm making sure that that is clear, 100 yards and at least one touchdown versus Cleveland. If I don't get both, then that is not a uh, that is a miss for me, not a hit. <clears throat> and right. Washington holds Jacksonville to 10 points or less. As for you, you have Russell Wilson throwing at least three touchdown passes versus Seattle, or exactly three? Uh, three or more. Three, three minimal. Okay. <clears throat> Lamar Jackson rushing for 100 or more yards against uh, the New York Jets. New York Jets, my words, Jesus. Justin Jefferson catching at least two touchdowns versus Green Bay, which is very possible. And Cleveland forcing at least two takeaways versus Carolina. Yeah. Sound good? Sounds good to me. Yep. All right. Time for the rapid fire picks. My favorite part of the show. This fun. I like the tier list personally. It was my favorite. But here we go. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Week one. Oh, you might want to keep track too. If you yeah, can. no, I, I'm, I'm set. You ready? All right. Mm-hmm. Bills, Rams. I'm taking the Bills. All right, so we both got the Bills here. All right, let me know when you're ready. Good. Eagles-Lions, I'm going to actually take the Lions. Interesting, I took uh, Philadelphia. Okay. Uh, 49ers-Bears, I'll take 49ers. I'm taking San Francisco. Steelers-Bengals, I'm taking Bengals by quite a bit. Patriots, Dolphins, I will actually take Dolphins. Guess we're on the same page there. 
about Browns, it. Panthers. This is the big one. I'm taking Cleveland. You know I'm taking Carolina, Doug. Absolutely. Colts, Texans. Uh, I'm taking the Colts. I want to take the Texans because I don't really trust Matt Ryan like that, but the, the Texans have a mid-quarterback with no rushing game and not a good offensive line, so I'm taking the Colts. Yeah. And then Saints, Falcons. I will take the Saints. Okay. I'm Ravens, Jets. I'm Ravens. You said Ravens for both of us. Got it. Yeah. Uh, as we love the Garrett picking the Jets every week, but now that we're keeping track of our wins and losses, then we have a bet that we haven't decided yet. But who guesses the most right picks? I kind of have to be serious about it. So I mean, I'm taking the Ravens. Uh, Jaguars, Commanders. I will take Commanders. Yeah, no, you'd be done to take Jacksonville here. Uh, Packers, Vikings. I'm taking Packers. I'm taking the Vikings. The Giants, Titans. I'm taking Titans. I'm also taking Tennessee here. Raiders, Chargers. I'm taking Chargers. I'm also taking Los Angeles. Chiefs, Cardinals. I'm taking Chiefs. I mean, let's be honest. Who is going to actually pick the Cardinals against Kansas City? Bucks, Cowboys. I'm actually going to take the Cowboys. Interesting. I'm taking Bucks here. And Broncos, Seahawks. I'm taking the Broncos by a mile wide. Uh, I think the Broncos like, just not might even end up shutting them out. I'm not going to yeah, you know, yeah, put that yeah, in my run the deals, list. But oh, no, oh, no. Might. Which that is a thing we can do. That is, if we think like one team is legitimately going to shut them out, we can – have shut them out as a defensive uh, pick. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, so there it is. So yeah, Broncos, Seahawks, I'm taking Broncos. And so that, that, that was that. We went through the offseason, talked about the big moves. Uh, we d- updated the tier list. We made the tier list so we can update it through each podcast after every week. Uh, we made... Uh, you know, our run the risk predictions. Then we did our rapid fire uh, picks for this week. We've done everything. So Just this has been, uh, everybody. Yep. 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 All right. So for me, for week one, I've got, you know, Buffalo, Cincinnati, San Francisco, Philadelphia, Miami, Carolina, Indianapolis, New Orleans, <clears throat> uh, Baltimore, Washington, Minnesota, Tennessee, Los Angeles, Chargers, uh, Kansas City, Tampa Bay, and Denver. You know, Garrett has Buffalo Bills, uh, Detroit Lions, San Francisco 49ers, Cincinnati Bengals, Dolphins, Browns, Colts, Saints, Ravens, Commanders, Packers, Titans, Chargers, Chiefs, Cowboys, and Broncos. Yep. So we're pretty much the same. Sounds good to like me. Three picks, I think. Amen. Those are big ones, though. Those are big ones. So. Huge picks. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's that. We've done everything we, we usually do here. This has been Season 2, Episode 1 of Clutch Ball. And, uh, you know, this. I'm Garrett. This is Jay. And uh, we're signing off. And uh, see you guys, uh, what is it, next week? Yeah. Or next, uh, Wednesday week or Thursday. After. Yeah. 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 Next Wednesday or Thursday. So. All right. That's it from us. Bye-bye. Adios.